Welcome to Strictly Anime, a podcast for anime reviews and discussions by casuals for casuals. My name is Courtney and this is episode 7. Today we're reviewing my teen romantic comedy Snafu, or as it's also called, my teen romantic comedy is wrong, as I expected. Um, As always, there will be spoilers throughout this episode, so you've been warned. For this episode, I am flying solo um, because I've watched uh, all of Oregaeru Snafu, or I guess for for this I'll call it Oregaeru because I think that's the common shortened uh, title for the show. Um, Anyway, I've seen the the whole show and Carl hasn't, um, so I'll just be talking about my thoughts on the series so far because season three has been announced and it comes out in a couple of days. Um, And uh, I'll just be covering the show high level um, and just kind of doing a a general recap. And the reason is I, I watched the show when I had the flu. I was sick in bed for a week and a half watching various anime and then one of the days I had a craving for a slice of life romantic comedy and uh, my favorite anime or second favorite anime is Toradora so when I was looking at the the suggested anime for those who have watched Toradora this came highly recommended so I, I binged it probably within one and a half to two days um, again, sick in bed, I had plenty of time on my hands to watch it, and I loved it. I I loved every second of it. I didn't think that I would like it. Um, it's still not as good as Toradora, in my opinion. Still, Toradora still remains my, my number two of all time. Um, but I would say that, that it's a, a very good show with some really interesting um, uh, plot points and, and some deep meaning behind it. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll read a quick synopsis from the Oregairu wiki just to catch everybody up because um, I think the show came out or the, the second season came out in 2015 so it has been about five years that uh, everyone's been waiting. So reading off of the, the wiki here, uh, the story follows two loners, the pragmatic Hachiman Hikigaya and the beautiful Yukino Yukinoshita, who despite their varying personalities and ideals, offer help and advice to others as part of their school service club. Assisted by the cheerful and friendly Yui Yuigahama, it largely depicts various social situations faced by teens in a high school setting and the psychology driving their interactions. I would say that this show overall is a great slice of life romantic comedy. It is exactly what you're expecting when you step into it, but with some differences, some unique things that they they blend in there throughout the series that I think sets it apart from other or many of the other slice of life anime. Um, What's interesting is the fandom is is very strong. Um, I watched it probably, I would say, a month or two ago. And the season three premiere is in about three days from this point. Um, I think it's three days. Let me look at my calendar really quick here, guys. It's about uh, about four or five days. I can't remember if it comes out April 9th or April 10th. I should know that. I'm so excited to, to see season three. But either way, I watched it not that far off from the season three premiere. And the fandom, I mean, for them, it wrapped up in, I think, 2015, maybe 2016. So they've been waiting four or five years for this thinking that the ending of season two was the true ending. And man, that is a, like a, a huge cliffhanger. I I know cliffhangers are, are a great way to, to make you want to see more from a show, but man, do I hate them. <laughs> like, I have such a love-hate relationship with cliffhangers, and this one was 
was such an intense one. And I was like, no way. There is no way that this is how the show ends. I was watching it on, I don't know, Netflix or Hulu, one of the two. And I just remember scrolling through the, the episode list. I'm like, where's the season three? There, there has to be season three. Like, this can't be it. And then I immediately jump onto the Oregairu, uh Reddit page and that's when I saw the announcement that prior to me watching it, they had finally announced, uh, I think mid-2019, that they were going to be releasing season three, um, April 2020. So I got super lucky. I can't imagine how difficult that was for the, the majority of the fandom who thought that that was it, that that's what they had to, to either go with or read the manga. Um, I, that that would just drive me crazy because again I'm I have such a love hate relationship when it comes to cliffhangers. So when it comes to this show, I think as I mentioned earlier, it, it has some interesting pieces that set it apart from other slice of life romantic comedies. And the biggest thing is Hachiman. So Hachiman's the main character, and he um, is a, a grumpy grumpy guy um, right from the beginning. He is very distrusting of others. He has very little self-worth. He thinks everything is pointless and blah, 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 blah. He just has a very negative outlook on life. In some ways, I can kind of relate with him. <laughs> I think we can all we can all relate to, to a certain degree. Um, but he's forced to join the service club that's run by Yukino. And she's, I think, a, the only member, really, um, at that point. Um, and she also has somewhat of a... I wouldn't say a negative outlook on life, but a similar distrust of people for her own reasons. Um, and it's it's a story that that w- you you go along with this journey, right, between Yukino and, and Hachiman and, and the other characters, which I'll mention shortly, and and you see them learn to trust others, to have a better outlook on life, to to find that positivity as they develop these relationships with the other people in their school while they go through these various um, situations that really kind of press their ideals and, and test them in that way. Um, and, and I love that they're both going through that journey together. Um, it's not just Hachiman as this negative guy and then, you know, he's got some positive individual who's trying to help fix him in some way. It's, they're both struggling and they're both tackling with different things in their different ways, but those things have, have a similar foundation. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that about the first two seasons. And then we get introduced to Yui um, a couple of episodes in, I believe. And she is, she is that bubbly personality that, again, you would normally associate her with being the the catalyst, um, you know, the, the, the person who holds... Hachiman's hand and helps bring him out of the dark into the light, but she's not. It's it's very much joint between her and Yukino, um, and the three of them kind of tackling their own demons and their own um, their own situations to help each other and to help other people. It's it's funny how three people who have a lot of issues are the ones helping others um, through the service club, and that that's a that's not totally uncommon. I think a lot of people oftentimes are very excited and find a lot of fulfillment from helping others while forgetting to take care of themselves. And, and that's a huge theme throughout this show. Um, so I, I've, I've loved this journey of these first two seasons where um, you just, you're rooting for Hachiman because you're like, dude, it's not that bad. Trust me, it's not that bad. But he brings up some really good points sometimes, like the whole nice girl speech. I was like, okay, yeah, I see where he's coming from. I kind of get it. Like, and knowing what he's gone through and what Yukino's gone through and all of that, like, I, I get why their outlook is the way that it is. 
I think what's perfect too when it comes to Hachiman is his voice actor and not only the sound of his voice of his voice but but the way that he speaks. I mean it really is just, you know, poo-poo on everything. He he's flatlined. He's got a really deep and like drowsy voice. Not really drowsy. Drowsy is not a, a good word for it, but his voice is deep and just kind of has that negative tone all the time even when he's got some really funny and lighthearted banter with Yui or Yukino or any of the other characters it still always has that slight um not negative but just kind of flatline tone is, is the the term that just keeps coming to mind it's he, he's not very animated when he talks and that's perfect for for Hachiman and his personality so I just adore the voice actor that they cast for for his character I think it's it's so great. He captures that that apathetic tone so well, um, and I can't imagine having anyone else voice act Hachiman. He's honestly perfect, and Hachiman as a character is so interesting. Again, he he has that that poor self worth. He's distrusting of other people, um, and but he's also very insightful. Like he because he's not interacting with others, he's spending more time observing them and he's not afraid to call up people on their bullshit, which I think is great. Um especially for Japanese culture. I, d- I don't think that's always super apparent or really any culture. Yeah, even just thinking about American culture, like I I would have a hard time calling people out on their bullshit, but he has no problem doing that because he knows at the end of the day he doesn't care what happens to him. And that's both a, a great and a very sad thing with his his character and and the the dynamics that he has against other characters. So I'll talk a little bit about Yui cuz I think that she's she's a great character, but also a character that I'm a little bitter towards. Um, when I was watching the show, I felt like she was kind of manipulative, um, manipulative with good intent, which is a very strange dynamic. But I, I was browsing the subreddit again because that's where I gravitate. If I don't, if I don't have anyone else to talk to about a show, my my first um, instinct is to go to, to the subreddit for the show and, and read up on what people have been saying. Um, you know, look at some of the the episode recaps and things like that. And I just want to absorb some of the other opinions. And, and see if people thought the same thing that I did um, or if they had any other views um, on that particular show. So th- I've spent a lot of time on the Oregairu, um subreddit and there was an interesting post about um, how this one in this one person thought that that Yui was very manipulative and I'm like okay I'm not the only one who thought that and I wouldn't say it's it's manipulation um, with with malicious intent. It's like she's being manipulative to get what she wants, but to also ensure that at the end of the day, the people she cares about are happy. Um, and that's interesting because Hachiman has that moment where he's in the service club room with Yukino and Yui, and he's really just, he has so, many, so much emotion bottled up, and, and he doesn't really express those emotions, so he's trying to explain how he feels um, because of some of the, the things that had happened recently. And he says, I want something that's genuine. Um, but what's interesting here is that Yui's the type of person to push for things to happen for to get results sooner, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're happening in a genuine way. Um, and, and we catch a little bit of that, and, and we, we know Hachiman sees that, but we catch him uh, catch a little bit of, of him expressing that towards the end. I think in the, the season two finale, when he, he cuts her off and, and pretty much 
says to her in an indirect way that this is not a genuine moment. This is not how it needs to play out because the person, the, that person being Yukino, um, isn't able to go about things in a genuine way. You're manipulating them. You're pushing them to do something that ultimately is good for them, but not in the way that they feel comfortable doing it. Throughout the show, um, she just had that air of manipulation at all times. And it just, it's frustrating to me because I want to like her, um, but I'm just like, get out of the way. Just at some points I'm like, just, just you step to the side, let them have their relationship. And, and, and that's, that'll be that. And, and I am unapologetically a Yukino Hachiman shipper. Like Yukino is best wife. It's clear from the get go that this is supposed to be a show for the two of them. I don't know what the ending is, by the way. I have not read up on anything. I, I think maybe the manga wrapped up or maybe the light novel. I'm not sure, but I haven't read anything because I do not want to be spoiled for season three, but I am rooting so hard for Yukino and Hachiman to, to be together. And it's clear because there are moments where he looks at her um, when she's sleeping on her desk and he says, you know, I, I won't be manipulated. Like she, he comments that she's very pretty. And then he stops and realizes like, no, I won't be manipulated by her beauty or something along those lines. Um, or when the two of them are sitting across that long table that's in their service club room and he just looks at her and reflects on their dynamic and, and how they're both similar yet so different. I don't recall. And again, I could be wrong because I binge watched the show in two days and, and I probably have forgotten some of the, the pieces um, of the show, but I don't recall him ever having that type of moment, that type of reflection um, when it comes to Yui and his relationship with Yui. I, I feel like he's attracted to her because she's very beautiful and has big tits and all of that, but I don't think he he feels those types of feelings. He doesn't feel a sort of um, love for her that he probably does for, for Yukino. Um, I would say his feelings are a physical attraction and he cares about his friend, Yui. But when it comes to Yukino, I think there's a deeper feeling there that, that is closer to, to love. Like he, he, he likes Yukino. Um, so I think that the show is, is nudging in that direction. And of course, the biggest thing of all is that almost kiss scene after, um, after Hachiman ran that race. And he hurt himself and he goes to the nurse's office and Yukino is in there and I'm fangirling because it was just, it was so great. Um, it, she, she says, sit down, I'm going to help you clean up your wounds and then the sun setting. And it's just like this perfect scene where they almost kiss. And, and from the moment he walks in the room to when he leaves, he's, he's just so flustered because I think he deep down inside already knows he has feelings for Yukino, but hasn't come to accept that or, or is too scared to admit that. Um, and obviously she knows that too. Um, and so they, they have this moment where they pause and they're probably thinking like, holy shit, should we kiss? And I'm sitting there in, in my bed, sick as a dog saying, just kiss, just do it. <laughs> um, but it's, it's clear that again, they, they've recognized their feelings from the beginning. They're too scared perhaps to admit them either because they don't want to admit it because their friendship will change or because they don't want the other, other one to find out who knows. Um, but they, they're obviously both in this this moment where where they could make a move but choose not to because of course that wouldn't make for a spicy anime um but th those types of moments make it very apparent that that they are meant to be together and even if they didn't have those types of moments in the anime i keep kind of repeating this theme of you know yukino and hachiman have this similarity so they're very different individuals but they have this similar um internal struggle 
with with the distrust and with um feeling like they aren't part of something with being loners like that's something that they they are working on indirectly together um and are growing because of each other versus yui and, and hachiman i mean they they're both wonderful people and, and yui is a really sweet girl and she's very beautiful and, and cares about people but there's not that deeper level of of connection of similarity that that hachiman has with yukino so i am all for um yukino and hachiman i ship the shit out of them and if they don't get together at the end of the show i am going to freak out i mean I'll, I'll accept it either way it's been a wonderful ride so far and i have really high hopes for season three but man i'm gonna be so disappointed if they don't end up together and towards the end of season two they decided to ramp up the the harem um elements of the show and inject uh iroha i think is her name as another potential love interest for Hachiman, and I'm like, bruh, why? Like, come on, it's already such a roller coaster with just Yui and Yukino, and now you're gonna stick another girl in there who, to me, I'm not even really convinced she needs to be there. I think it's just her, like, I, I didn't care much for her whole arc, um, where she was the representative and, and needed Hachiman's help or whatever, um, and she kind of is, is mean to him, probably because she likes him, obviously, um, but I, I didn't care much for that. And I was hoping that was all we needed to see of her, but apparently I was completely wrong because now she is, um, a main character based off of what I've seen from some of the promotional material for season three. She's there. She's there in the forefront. She's there. It's, it's not no longer, the, no longer the three of them. It's the four of them. And I'm like, all right, well, that's fine. I, I highly doubt she's a contender for Hachiman, but she's there. We'll, we'll let it slide. I'm also interested to see how, um, I think Yukino's older sister is Haruno and I am interested to see how that relationship plays out. Cause I think that's a lot of where, um, at least partly why, uh, Yukino is struggling internally, um, is because of the relationships that she's got going on within her family. And Haruno is just mean to her all the time, but it hasn't been made clear to us, I think yet. Um, as to why that is. Why is she picking on her little sister? Why does she have to be mean? I mean, as an oldest sister myself, um, I know we can be tough sometimes, but man, she's just like really rude and like wants the best for Yukino and wants, she also seems to ship Hachiman and Yukino, but gets in the way often and like pushes her sister to do things that she doesn't want to yet. I think back to the, um, the candy making scene where they're, they have that workshop at school and they're making the chocolates and Haruno really seems to be like pushing Yukino to, to basically open up to Hachiman. Um, even though again, that's not her way and that's not the right, um, time to do it and it's not genuine. Um, but just seeing those types of things, I'm like, okay, I get it that their dynamic, something's up here, but what, like, what is up? I hope they explore that more in season three because it's confusing. Um, and it's more just me kind of filling the gaps by saying, well, I think it's because of this, or I think maybe this is causing it, but I'd like to actually see that flushed out in the next season. I do want to mention as well, which I, I think everyone who's watched the show is, is very well aware of the, the production quality just gets so much better. I think, um, uh, in season two, I think there was a new studio that took over, um, producing the show and man, they just did a great job. I mean, the first season looked fine. It was nice. And I think they, they captured the, the spirit of each of the characters, but then you go from that to the season two and it's just like, holy shit, this looks so much better. Um, I get everyone's like 
they, they look slightly different, but really they look the same just with more blushing and, and highlighting and all of that. Um, even their hair has like the nice shine to it. It's just, it was great to see that because at the end of the day, I'm not a huge like production quality buff, but it is something that can be very distracting. It can take you out of a show if you see an episode that just looks like shit. So knowing that I was perfectly fine with the production quality of season one and then you get season two where you're like wow this is a huge bonus not only do I get to watch more of this show but I also get to watch it in a such an amped up more beautiful way it was was really great um and so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing season three um and and knowing that there's been this five-year gap you know how much more beautiful can this show get and the last thing I, I really want to mention when it comes to this show is um, the, the season finale. I know I talked about this a, a little bit already, but it was just so apparent that, um, so I think leading up to this, right, they had the, um, they being Yui and Yukino had their sleepover at Yukino's place where they said, they both obviously had talked about their feelings for Hachiman, um, and they had agreed, like, this is our plan. We know what's going to happen now. We've made our decisions. And I think that decision was that Yukino was going to, um, you know, go for Hachiman and Yui would take a step back um, and allow that to happen and, and just, you know, bow out gracefully. And in my head, I was like, okay, good, here we go. I mean, we're, we're close to the end of the, the show. I, I don't see anything about a season three, like this is it. Um, so then when they get to the, I don't know where they were, like SeaWorld or something, the aquarium, um, and they're, they're going on their, their triple date or whatever. And at the end, both Yukino and Yui have, I think, cookies for Hachiman so that they can express their feelings for him. And here we go with Yui and her manipulation. She says something to, to Hachiman to basically say like, I like you, I have feelings for you. And what was interesting is that the first time I watched it, um, which I've, again, I've only watched the show once, but that, that, that first watch, I was like, dude, is she cock blocking? Is she really going to do this right now? After they, what I thought was agreed that, that Yukino would be the better fit or would just be the one to express her feelings to Hachiman first. Um, she's going to go and straight up ruin everyone's day. At least she's ruining mine because she's doing this right now. And I, I think after I, I let that kind of settle, I let the dust settle, I let it absorb. Um, I, I look back on that and maybe it was more of a situation where Yui was again being manipulative but helping Yukino to get from point A to point B because she knew that Yukino would be too cowardly to do it. Because at this point, Yukino's had multiple opportunities to, to share her feelings with, with Hachiman um, and hasn't done it. And again, Yui I think wants the best outcome. She just wants them done faster than what other people are ready to do. So I think reflecting on that a little bit more, I, I don't see it as as malicious as I did the first time because, man, I was so pissed at Yui. I was like, come on, like, I liked you as a character and then you go and do this. Like, you're about to let Yukino express her feelings and then you come in with your own bag of cookies and you're going to do that? I was like, calm on. But yeah, I think that, that that's meant to be her helping her best friend, um, take that step, take that final step and just tell him, um, uh, tell Hachiman her feelings. But what I don't like is like, even if Yukino, even if in Yui doing that, that helped Yukino to express her feelings, that wasn't the right time or place. I mean, for Yukino to do that right in front of Yui, even if she was ready to do it, like, I, I don't think she personally would. I think she'd still say, no, I, I, this is not the right time. I can't do this in front of Yui. That's awkward and it's rude and it's disrespectful. And 
I'm sure that would put Hachiman on the spot and he probably wouldn't feel comfortable saying what he would genuinely want to say because someone else is standing there and that someone else is their best friend. Um, so I was really happy to see that, that Hachiman kind of cut that off, uh, both as a way of saying like, again, this is not genuine. This is not how Yukino wants to do this. Let her do this in her own way. But it was also kind of like he was protecting her because he could have said, you know, or could have let it just happen. Um, and then Yukino would have felt really either really embarrassed or would have shut down and not have said anything to defend herself. But he obviously cares very much about her. Um, and said, you know, no, this isn't right. This isn't the way it needs to happen. And Yukino should be able to do these things, um, in the way that she is most comfortable with and the way that really reflects her personality and in a way that is genuine. Um, so I, I appreciated that. And I was like, another reason why Hachiman and Yukino are perfect because they care about each other. They protect each other. Um, and, and they're so similar, but different. It's, it's, it's great. And, and the whole protection piece, I, I think back to, um, when I, I can't remember their names, unfortunately, but when, uh, there was that confession when they were on their class trip and Hachiman kind of put himself in the line of fire to protect his friend and Yukino got upset at him saying like, this isn't how you can, you don't have to do things this way. You don't have to self-sacrifice in order to help others. And, and she said this because she cares about him and she doesn't want him to keep getting hurt or to feel like he has no self-worth. Um, I don't think she's necessarily discounting his abilities and his want to help other people. I just think that, again, she cares about him. She has feelings for him and she doesn't want him to keep doing these things. But it's hard because she's not good at, like like he is or isn't, um, she's not good at expressing her feelings and straight up just saying, hey, I care about you. You are a good person and you don't have to keep going down this path. Um, Instead, she just kind of gets mad and, and kind of you know, goes into her little turtle shell and, and keeps her distance from him, which confuses him. But I think they, they finally get aligned towards the, the end of season two. So those are my thoughts and a couple of particular things that I wanted to point out about what a guy do. I think that again, it's, it's a great ride. Um, I'm very lucky to have discovered this show um, only a month or two out from season three being premiered because I don't have to wait like a lot of other people did. Um, and I'm so excited. Uh, I, it's what, three, four more days until the show airs. And I'm hoping to do episodic reviews, um, so that we can go on this final stretch of the journey together, um, and discover in real time who it is that Hachiman actually ends up with. Hopefully it's not some crazy plot twist where it's either none of the girls or some other chick that just comes out of left field because that would just, I think, ruin the whole show for me. But I I ultimately think it's going to be Yukino. That's who I'm rooting for. I ship the shit out of them. I want this to happen. The show has been hinting that it's going to happen. Please let it happen. But if he ends up with Yui, I think I can accept that. I'll be bitter, um, but I'll accept it and I'll, I'll wish them happiness, um, these characters in this show, as long as Yukino has a happy ending herself. If he ends up with Iroha, I'll probably roll my eyes and be like, all right, well, then why did I watch the, the first one and a half seasons? Um, but again, as long as Yukino and Yui are happy, I, I guess I can accept it. At the end of the day, it'll just be what it is. Um, the, the people making the show get to make all the decisions, but fingers crossed that everything they've been hinting at us will actually come to fruition at the end. Please.
Yukino and Hachiman get together. But yeah, so I'm excited to to review each of the episodes as they come out. Um, and we'll we'll see. We'll see how it all ends up. I do want to do a, a quick shout out and a special thanks to Super Newt Ensemble for the jingle that you hear at the beginning and end of this podcast. Um, it's super cute and I love it and, and we keep using it because I just really enjoy it. So there you have it. That is the review and thoughts of seasons one and two of my teen romantic comedy snafu and i'll see you next time when they premiere episode one of season three looking forward to it